Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Come on, Shaw, all together on a Friday. Country roads, take me home to the place. Shaw belongs, West Virginia... Houston, we have a problem. (laughs) And that is why, essentially, in a nutshell, that win for Houston yesterday, that's why VEASAN exists. That's why this exists. That's why whether you're on the winning side or like Amal Shaw and myself on the losing side, you keep coming back. As soon as they push you out, they pull you right back in. As we say hi on a Friday, welcome to the show. I'm Patrick Maher, of course. Amal Shaw, Wyatt sitting in for the big guy out at the D downtown Las Vegas, Vegas, Fremont street, win or lose. Uh, that's exactly like I said, why in a nutshell, VEASAN exists. That would be 22 seconds of bedlam last night. And no, I'm not talking about the Kansas city chiefs and the Denver Broncos. <laughs> Cause that was brought to you by Ambien. Are you freaking kidding me right now? Sean Payton, my man was tanking so hard. He wasn't even pretending not to be like he went on cowherd recently or last year and talked about Caleb Williams being a generational talent. You know who he doesn't like Russell Wilson. That was very apparent last night. If you were watching 19 to eight instead of 42 points, scored in Houston. I don't know what you're smoking. Also, we've got the final four in Major League Baseball set up those series prices on a Friday. You know how we do. We're going to run the board. Mike Randall's going to join. Samich is going to join Mr. Jordan Love. Yes, I'm kind of teasing it out a little bit here before I welcome in my partner, Amal Shaw, because last night... Last night was a rough one, my friend, and it was literally 42, no, 45 seconds down to 22 seconds, down to 12 seconds, down to mayhem in Houston. How are we feeling on this Friday? Well, you know, Country Roads is one of my all-time favorite songs by John Denver. I was looking forward to playing it right after the game as I was getting ready to cash this West Virginia ticket. And by the way, your performance of it was the first time. It wasn't an indictment of your singing ability. It was just the first time in my life I didn't want to hear it. Because that was a devastating loss last night, Patrick. When they got the excessive celebration penalty, I said to myself, I said, this is going to be a problem. We saw how effective Houston was on the special teams. And then, of course, UH gets that quick out, gets a few yards, and then they hit the Hail Mary. I mean, just absolutely just a mentally crippling loss if you're West Virginia. You come back off the mat down by 11 points. And what a missed opportunity was there for West Virginia. Guys didn't bat the ball down. And then on the flip side, you mentioned at the Denver Broncos game. How about Russell Wilson throwing for 95 yards? I love the point you started with. That ma- that much? <laughs> exactly. This guy is tanking. Sean Payton is tanking for Caleb Williams. I, I got to tell you guys right now when you look at it, it is going to be a tough spot for this Denver Broncos team moving forward. They're going to be a bet against. Um, I think they might have got pushed on some of the numbers, though. The 11 did come through on the 19-8. If you had that exact scoreline, kudos <laughs> to you. 
<laughs> yeah, the two-point conversion meant a lot to many people yeah. last night, which we'll get to with Javante Williams in just a bit. I got a text from a friend last night about Sean Payton, and I wrote it down. He said, Payton's either tanking or drinking, <laughs> and I think that summarizes it pretty well. That sums it up. But let's talk about a game, and I mentioned it. It's like you can't duplicate what we saw in Houston. Uh, it's 12 seconds of a dopamine hit that just is why we're all involved in this. Okay, so let's go through it. Because like I said, whether you're on the losing side, West Virginia or the winning side in Houston, it was a roller coaster like none other. So West Virginia, again, 22 seconds to play. Legit bedlam. The game closes West Virginia three. That's important here. Let's go ahead and set this up. Amal Shaw, 22 seconds to go. Houston's up 35, 32. West Virginia has the ball on the 50 fourth and 10. Now remember 22 seconds to go. Garrett green to Hudson Clement, 50 yard touchdown pass. The game's over extra point. Now, not only is it over, the extra point with a couple of seconds left. What's that do for Amal Shaw and I? I just told you. We're laying three. It's now four. We're good to go. Here comes the kickoff. Amal Shaw mentioned. It's not great when West Virginia's going nuts, celebrating like John Denver just came back to life <laughs> and gets an unsportsmanlike 15 yards. That's on the kickoff. Uh-oh. Donovan Smith, eight-yard pass. Now seven seconds to go. Three seconds to go. Ball on the West Virginia 49. Amal Shaw, the last play of the game. Hail Mary. Tip ball. Smith to Johnson. Touchdown. 41-39 winner. Here's how it sounded on Houston Radio. Back to pass, Donovan Smith. Smith steps up in the pocket, unloads it, throws it all the way downfield into the end zone. Tipped, and it is caught! Caught by the Cougars! Caught for a touchdown! Unbelievable! Caught by Stephon Johnson! The ball was tipped up in the air, and the Cougars win the game on the final play! Unreal! Unreal! The Cougars, first ever Big 12! win conversely the soundtrack in kansas city was a taylor swift sad song okay because that's really about as exciting as it got that's the difference right now between the nfl and college football and again if you're laying three like amal shaw and i were you know betters found out that we're laying three in 22 seconds why betting is absolutely the best and absolutely the worst it giveth and it taketh away that quickly and then houston betters do yourselves a favor go out and buy a mega millions ticket today because <laughs> it's going to be a lit weekend my friends because i don't again I, if you if you have a better ending to a football game and gambling implications, betting implications on the line where everything just swings all at once, it was a confluence of drama for West Virginia backers, and it was amazing for Houston backers. I, very well summarized, Patrick, and I love the audio from the U of H side. I mean, obviously, they're elated in terms of what happened. I had a friend of mine text me after the game. He was so ticked because he goes... He took West Virginia at 10 to 1 on the money line when they were down by 11. He said, hey, I think they got a shot here. They just need a quick touchdown and get a stop. And boom, next thing you know, everything comes to fruition. But I got to tell you, Patrick, I did not assume the game was over. And it was surprising. Tim Brando goes, West Virginia is going to move to 5 and 1. I was shocked when he said that when Clement got that touchdown. I'm like, this thing is not over yet. The kickoff comes from the 20. We had seen what they had done previously in this game with the kickoff return for a touchdown. And I got to tell you, you and I have talked about this at length before. You and I both are in agreement that for us, at least the best quarterback we've ever seen is probably John Elway. He's the only guy besides Patrick Mahomes you might run a QB waggle left with. They run the Hail Mary. He runs to the left side. He's throwing against his body. No problem. I'm going to just drop a dime right at the goal line, get a tipped at the one, and he'll walk right into the end zone. I mean, it was unbelievable what happened there. By the way, can we in the offseason have people work on the volleyball spike on these Hail Marys? Stop trying to catch the football, please. Just come up there and go full Karch Karai and put that thing into the stands. I'm just happy Tim Brando found his car keys so he could do the call in the game because the last time Tim Brando was scheduled to come on Sharp Money, he couldn't make it because he couldn't get into his house to grab his phone because he lost his keys. However, he had a good call on the game last night. <laughs> like, come on, Tim Brando. Pull yourself together. Get your keys. You got a spot on Sharp Money. What are you doing with yourself? Uh, anyway, it was it was incredible. I thought about you because you and I, I, I went with West Virginia as well. I know you hammered West Virginia. 
Virginia. So again, we kind of rode that wave where all of a sudden it wasn't ours, it was ours, and then it was snatched from but, us. But you know, Patrick, there were two plays in this game that were crucial. And, and look, I'm not a person who makes excuses. Sometimes you're on the right side, sometimes you're on the wrong side. But in that third quarter, West Virginia's driving and Green throws a beautiful pass. They've got an opportunity to go in for the touchdown. That ball gets tipped up in the air. It gets intercepted by Houston. And next thing you know, they're going the other way. Hamilton gets the pickoff right in the end zone. That would have put the Mounties up by 11, put them in potential cruise control the way the defense was playing. And two plays swung this game in its entirety. It could also not just swing the game. And of course, we've got plenty to get to here on Sharp Money on a Friday. We're going to get off West Virginia, Houston, but it was that dramatic. And when you're working on a network like VSIN and of course, DraftKings, you have to open. I'm sorry, you have to open with this. You do not open with a 19-8 game in Kansas City where nothing mattered. You open with this because it's not just the idea that you had the dramatic 41-39 winner for Houston. How about just the fate of Holgerson, the fate of Neil Brown? Like, everything's flips right there. Holgerson loses that football game. He's got Texas coming up. He's going to be out of job. All of a sudden, that could potentially save his job. You know, that's a great point you bring up. I was reading an article about Michigan, and the game they opted out against Ohio State. By the way, Wyatt here, our producer today, a Michigan fan. Um, if the Harbaugh plays Ohio State and he gets beat by 50, things change. All of a sudden, they skip that game. They opt out the next year. They beat Ohio State. They win the Big Ten. Now they're a potential national title contender. He's considered one of the top five coaches. I love the way you summarized what transpired for Dana Holgerson and Neil Brown. When you look at the West Virginia schedule, Patrick, they were a dark horse to potentially get to the Big 12 championship game. Now you've got a loss on the ledger against one of the weaker opponents in league play, and U of H is always going to have something to hang its hat on. This is their first one win in conference play. What a way to get it. I mean, this is a historic finish. Great game. I mean, it's just really unbelievable what a game that was. It's just dramatic if you were, I'm going to tell you, the best play was the over. It was over in the mid-third quarter, I think it was. Might have been early fourth quarter. They scored 42 points, as you alluded to, when we started in the fourth quarter alone. The total on the game was 49 and a half. Yeah, no, 42 points in the fourth. It was unbelievable. And you mentioned Wyatt, who's amazing blue fan, Michigan. The only thing I could think that's comparable is Cordell Stewart at the big house, right? I'm trying to think something like that, Cordell Stewart in Colorado yes. at the big house back in the day. That's something with the Hail Mary, September right? September 94. I remember because I attended the Ohio State Houston game that day. We came up with like, oh my God, Colorado's got a chance here. And then you see the Stewart play to Michael Westbrook. That was one of the great plays of all time. I can't think of... Was it what, what about Arizona State? Remember Arizona State against USC when Lane was it Lane Kiffin? Lane Kiffin was the coach last year. Yeah. The, the, that that Hail Mary, that's one I can think of. Yeah, one that's other one I'll give you the bluegrass well. the bluegrass miracle. LSU and Kentucky. Remember they threw the Gatorade over Morris. They thought they won the game. Yes, yes, and, and, yes. And that yes, was another yes, great yes. one. He, but here, but this is a confluence where, especially on a network like this, oh. where everything changed as far as the number. Right. We're not yeah. just talking about a Hail Mary. Absolutely. Win. We're talking about a flip in the number as well. And that's why it was just I mean, it's literally picture perfect for a network like this. It is unbelievable. Again, if you're on the losing side, like Amal and I were, it's it's one of those where you just kind of tip your cap and say, let's crack into the gambling gods. <laughs> and maybe the fact that we were on Washington, maybe we flipped to Oregon. That's all. I don't know. Because right now, if you're a Houston backer last night, you're going to win every bet this weekend. I can guarantee you that. Final four set in baseball. Also, Thursday night football coming back. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. 
So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, basketball season is ready to tip off, and VSIN experts have been hardworking tracking the latest player moves to help you bet smarter. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get our all new NBA betting guide featuring up to date previews, all 30 teams, futures, and year long player props, best bets on player awards like Rookie of the Year, live betting strategies, plus strategy advice on to build your own NBA betting model from our very own Jonathan Von Tobel, senior NBA analyst. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN NBA betting guide by becoming a VEASAN pro today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We got you back here on a Friday. It is Sharp Money. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. Hope you're having a nice week. Got a busy weekend. Plenty of college football, of course. We've got week six to get to in the NFL, which kicked off last night with a ho-hum yawn fest in Kansas City. We'll talk about the takeaways and what to expect from Denver and Kansas City moving forward. Of course, of course, Amal Shaw there at the D downtown Las Vegas. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, is out today. Uh, those of you wondering what he's doing, he's hanging out with mommy and daddy. And I assure you, he'd much rather be at work because he identifies with work. That's why he walks around talking about, I just put on 100 pounds. And, and... He has picks that he wants to flex on. So he sent them over today. How many do you think he sent me them all? I'm going to say uh, over under uh, nine and a half. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, I think he sent 14 picks. Wow. So, so Clear, it's like West Virginia, go Houston, over. easily over. <laughs> we're going to go, yes, until the fourth quarter. Yeah. Of course, we just talked about the dramatic uh, Hail Mary at the end of that Houston, West Virginia game which really was unbelievable. And you mentioned Wyatt, who's sitting in for the big guy today. So Wyatt is a Michigan fan, which is interesting because he's from Nevada. He's also a Braves fan, which is interesting <laughs> because he's from Nevada. So that's what's up with the Silver State. However, he was out there calling soccer games for UNLV yesterday when the Phillies took care of the Braves. So we've got the final four set of Shaw and a 3-1 win in game four to advance to their second straight NLCS for the Phillies. It was going at the bank yesterday, and really, I guess the pivotal spot in this game was Acuna Jr. with the bases loaded, two out, three-two count, line out to left center. Now, the center fielder made it seem like a more dramatic catch than it really was, smashing into the wall. However, there was just a just a second there where I thought Acuna Jr. caught it on the fat part of the bat. He didn't, and the Braves limp out of the postseason after 104 wins. Shocking as the Phillies advance here. Yeah, you're absolutely right on that one. Uh, you look at Rojas in center field, you thought, hey, the way he acted. He saved the entire world, but the great play overall by Philadelphia. And how about Nick Castellanos? I was never a big Castellanos fan uh, when he was in Detroit and even in Cincinnati, but I've been wrong on him. And he just delivers for this team once again, just hitting a couple of mammoth shots. By the way, you want to talk about Cadillacing after a bomb. 
Holy cow. This guy was sitting there like he was at McCarran Airport waiting on an Uber. He was standing so long at home plate. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't Cassianos believe it. Was, he was feeling himself. <laughs> he was. I, I was surprised that he set the record. He's the first player in MLB postseason history to go back to back at two run Jackson back to back games. That's a little surprising, no? I was too. I, I was a little bit surprised when I heard that. And give these guys credit, though. Trey Turner, Castellanos. If you are the Philadelphia Phillies, this is why you brought Bryce Harper in. I was extremely critical of the contract they gave him. I thought it was a terrible decision. Again, as I said about Castellanos, I was wrong, and I'm wrong about the Bryce Harper deal. Now you got Trey, you got Castellanos, you got Bryce Harper, JT Real Muto. Patrick, this team is here for the taking. You're going to have Zach Wheeler go in game number one. You're set up perfectly. Nola has pitched extremely well. Uh, Ranger Suarez has been tremendous. Didn't expect this out of him. This team has got a great opportunity. No disrespect to the Arizona Diamondbacks, but if you're Philadelphia management in front office, you could not have asked for a better scenario. Dodgers, gone. Braves, gone. Now you have an opportunity. It could be Houston or Texas. Doesn't make a difference. You're going to play in warm weather either place, two domes, and then Philadelphia. What an opportunity for the Phillies. Yeah, it's not great vibes here in Los Angeles today with the Dodgers as they're bounced and swept by the D-backs. And it's a D-back team. Again, that game, as Amal mentioned, Phillies will set up the series price. Let's kind of get into the series a little bit. I think it's fascinating. Uh, the Phillies right now, $1.70. So $1.70 favorite over at DraftKings. Arizona coming back the other way at plus 145. Game one is coming up Monday night, Amal in Philly. And so it's fascinating with the D-backs, right? Because they kind of limped into the postseason and here they are 5-0. and They beat the Brewers and then shockingly swept the Dodgers a three game sweep. And it's a team with Carroll and Walker and, you know, Gary L's like the vet. And I don't even know if he's 30 yet. I know he's got purple hair, but I don't think he's 30. He's like their vet and their numbers as a team, like analytically, when you dig in, they're not overly impressive, but they get the job done. And I think you could argue as far as a one, two punch, they've got the best in baseball left with Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly, right? If you think about that, just the one, two, now we can go to the Phillies. You just mentioned it with their lineup, which is loaded. Trey Turner, who kind of turned with that standing ovation, kind of turned his season around Cassianos, Harper, um, Wheeler, and then Nolan, who Nola, by, pardon me, who's been a bit of a roller coaster. They've got a ton of options in the bullpen, though. They've won the season series four to three. They being the Phillies over the D-backs. Do you agree? Right now, we'll get to the AL. Gallon and Kelly, the best one-two punch for me. It's not that close right now. Look, you can make the arg argument for Verlander and Framber. Framber hasn't pitched great. Verlander's not quite the same pitcher he was last year when he won the Cy Young. Zach Wheeler, I think, is still the best pitcher going in the postseason. However, I do believe with you, there's a drop-off when you get to Nola. Merrill Kelly and Zach Allen have an opportunity to really put this team on its back. You mentioned the 4-3 series win for Philadelphia this year during the regular season. This should be a competitive series. I give the edge to Philadelphia. I just think, even though the price is a little bit high at minus 170, it's not a bad play. Dustin mentioned it yesterday, and you talked about it as well. Being at Citizens Bank Ballpark, it seems like it's a real home field advantage. They took care of business against an elite Atlanta a team who won 104 games, tied the major league record for regular season homers in a, in, during the season. I, I think it's a great opportunity when you look at the Philadelphia Phillies and what they're trying to accomplish and win a World Series. I mean, you got the Phillies having tremendous success across the just across the parking lot. The Eagles are playing great football at five and zero, so it should be a rocking time to be in Philadelphia right now. It's going to be nuts. It really is, and you know they they're wearing the crown right now as the best fan base because you mentioned the Eagles and Phillies. And by the way, that big parking lot in the middle of, middle of Philadelphia, they both play along with the Flyers and 76ers in the same parking lot there. It's going to be freaking crazy in Philadelphia. It's also going to be crazy in a state you lived in Dallas. You yeah. lived for a long time. However, you didn't live in Arlington. You didn't live in Houston. Same division, same state. We get going with the AL on Sunday. Rangers, Astros. Astros right now over at DraftKings, $1.40 favorite. You come back with the Rangers at plus 120. So the Rangers swept the Rays them all. They swept the Orioles, akin to what the D-backs have done. They're 5-0 and in the postseason. That huge postseason, which generally doesn't pay off when you, you splurge on players. I would say, and you've mentioned it many times. Maybe the underrated signing was Bruce Bochy, but Seeger and others, you know, it's an offense that is really, really, really good. Obviously the Scherzer P 
piece is, is a question. Will he be able to pitch in the ALCS? If not, Jordan Montgomery is a legit ace at this point. They got from the cards. Evaldi all of a sudden is pitching better. If there's a weakness for this team, I would point to the bullpen. I don't know about you. I, I would just say compared to the others, I don't know if I trust the Rangers bullpen as much. Completely agree with you. A few things to address there. First of all, this is a big series for just people in Dallas, right? In baseball, they've always been second fiddle to the Houston Astros. Now you have an opportunity to destroy a team that's been to seven straight LCSs and just done a great job. And you mentioned it. Let's break it down from the managerial standpoint. Bruce Bochy's going to the Hall of Fame. He won three World Series in San Francisco for people that may be unaware. 2010, 12, and 14. Dusty Baker finally got a World Series ring. The knock on Dusty was he could get that team to the postseason. Couldn't get over the hump. Remember, they had that three games to two lead against the Angels. Couldn't close that one out with Russ Ortiz having pitched so well in game number six. When you look at the bullpens, Houston's got a huge edge here. Presley closing on the back end. I like the addition of Araldis Chapman for Texas in the middle of the game in the seventh or potential eighth inning there, but I'm not completely sold on them. I have more confidence in what Houston can do from a bullpen standpoint than I do in the Texas Rangers. I think that's going to be crucial down the stretch in this series. And then one other thing. Obviously, the experience goes to the Houston Astros. This team has been there, done that. I mean, Bregman and Altuve, I think they think the playoffs like Derek Jeter are a birthright. They're not, they don't understand what it means to not go all the way into middle and late October. They've been playing October baseball for so long. And this is going to be crucial in this series. There's not a bigger Max Scherzer fan than me, but I got to tell you, Patrick, I'm a little bit hesitant for him to come back to the bump for Texas. I don't know what you're going to get from him. How effective is he going to be? You're looking at a scenario right now where we're looking at potentially 36 to 63 innings that are franchise changing for the Rangers. You have an opportunity if you can win those four games, you could get to a World Series and finally win one. They have been obviously previously in the past twice, but Patrick, this is going to be crucial. Can Scherzer be effective enough when they need him? I'm not convinced he can be. So what you're telling me is this Phillies Astros. Unfortunately, yes. If the Astros don't make the Ver- Verlander trade, they're not here. Correct. And that is fascinating because Verlander and Scherzer don't like one another. Going back to their Detroit days, which is fascinating. It will be, the, by the way, the Rangers 2-1 on the season series. Just played three times against the Astros. So again, just to recap... Battle of Texas, the Rangers plus 120, the Astros laying $1.40. All right, we got to get to Thursday night. Look ahead for Kansas City and, of course, the Denver Broncos, who appear to be tanking. We're back. Sharp money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com. Check out the current betting splits data if you want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game. The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game over at vsin.com. We got you back here on a Football Friday. I'm Patrick Maher, of course, Amal Shaw, Wyatt sitting in for Dustin, doing a great job. And we welcome in one of the OGs. This <laughs> name in the sports betting circles is held in high reverence. That is Kenny White, CBS Sports HQ, and KennyWhiteSports.com. You can find Ken. Kenny on Twitter, 8K Whitey Vegas. And we say, hi, Kenny. Nice to see you. Hey, Patrick. I'm all good. Good to see you guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Looking sharp in the VGK sweater, no doubt. Let's start tonight. College football, primetime, Stanford at Colorado. We just talked about it. Maybe a pitch count for Travis Hunter, but looks like the two-way star is going to return. We're sitting 12 and a half on the number and 58 and a half Kenny on the total. Yeah, I like Colorado uh, in this game. It's more of a fade against uh, Stanford. Uh, uh, Troy Taylor's, you know, he came into Stanford. I think he's going to do a good job. Came from Sacramento State. It's a really sharp offensive mind. Young guy, 34 years old. So, you know, he, he's probably got a probably a player's coach. He's probably, you know, he's he's on their wavelength. Uh, not that much older than the players. So, but he's got a rebuilding job to do there. 
they're not as good as Colorado. And I think getting Travis Hunter back tonight, it's a big help. Uh, he is one of the more valuable players in college football. I have him a point on the offensive side and a point on the defensive side. And I couldn't argue if it was more than a point defensively because I think that's more where his strength is. They've already got Xavier Weaver. Uh, I think maybe Weaver might be a first-round pick. So he's not their best wide receiver, but I think he's their best D-back. So um, Dion's going to be ready. His team will be ready. Shador is an outstanding quarterback. Uh, they have better players than Stanford does, and it's amazing that it was done in one year. Yeah, the juice with that Stanford program started off hot but kind of faded quickly. It's going to be a long rebuild there on the farm. Kenny White joining us here, Sharp Money. Let's go to Columbia, South Carolina, my alma mater. Williams Bryce is going to be lit, Mr. White, and that is South Carolina. Shane Beamer and the boys hosting Florida. We were just talking to our producer, Wyatt, who's got an SEC Survivor Contest. He wants to use the Gators. You can't be using the Gators in a spot like this against my Gamecocks. Let's go. Two and a half South Carolina lane at Kenny. 50 on the total. Yeah, I had no idea, Patrick. That's That was your uh, alma mater, but uh, I, I really like Shane Beamer. Um, I, I love what I see out of this guy. He, he not just coached under his dad, so it wasn't nepotism. He's coached under four or five Hall of Fame coaches. This guy knows what he's doing. I've watched the program for a couple years now. Uh, he, he is the real deal. Uh, he just needs to continue to recruit and get better players because he knows how to coach them up. That's for sure. Uh, they were playing good football last week, a bad week against Tennessee, but um, Spencer Rattler, I think, was just going to be just fine here in this game. Uh, Florida is a few years away, maybe one year away, I think, from maybe being back on track. But this team we saw, um, really what they were when they went to Utah, is a team that has got some rebuilding to do, I think, uh, the Gators do. So I have the South Carolina Gamecocks um, three points better in my power ratings. I got four and a half for home court, home field. I made the game seven and a half, and I've been successful uh, with South Carolina this year. Kenny, yeah, Maul, just quickly Sorry. on yeah. that, I had another sharp text me this morning. So that's two sharps along with Kenny White that they love the Gamecocks under the three. So you can find two in the market, two and a half shown at DraftKings. Uh, I love to hear that corroboration from Mr. White. Go ahead, Amal. I, I like this call, Kenny. I'm surprised this number is as short as it is in this matchup here. want to go to the MAC. Eastern Mas uh, Michigan hosting Kent State. This Golden Flashes team comes in at one and five, has really struggled. And before you get into the breakdown, Patrick, this team has scored 80 points in six games. They've scored 42 <laughs> points against FBF's competition in five games. They got 38 points against Central Connecticut State. This offense is an absolute horror show. They are the bottom of my uh, power ratings in the FBS teams, uh, Amal. So, yeah, we're the worst team in college football right now. Um, rebuilding mode, new coach. Uh, Kenny Burns is in there. So, you know, they, they've got a long ways to go. Now, Northern Illinois is a team that I had rated very high at the beginning of the year. Uh, they played well in the first matchup I won, and I had them against Southern Illinois. Probably shouldn't have because that's got quite a rivalry. And they looked horrible in that game. They looked bad the next week. And I was like, what is wrong with this team? Um, is it the quarterback who came from Wisconsin? Not sure if Lombardi uh, was was the guy or not. I thought he would be an upgrade there at a Mac school coming from the Big Ten. Um, but the last two weeks, they've looked like the team I thought they were going to be. Um, I'm talking about the wrong team. I'm talking about Northern Illinois now. Let's go back to Eastern Michigan. Um, Chris Chris Creighton, the head coach at Eastern Michigan. Let, let's go back to that. This guy can really coach college football. But he same kind of pattern as Northern Illinois. They didn't play well their first couple games, but the last couple weeks, this team has started to play much better. And again, Kent State, weakest team in the FBS. I'll bet against them every day. I like to usually bet underdogs, but I thought this was a really good spot for Eastern Michigan. I actually have Eastern Michigan 15 uh, over Kent State in this spot. Well, we are staying, Max and Kenny. Let's do Northern Illinois, Ohio in town and uh, again this number feels a little short here five and a half it is on the road there at northern illinois but ohio laying it in a total 45 yeah that, again i kind of gave you the breakdown already northern Illinois. i, I won on them the first week but then they they kind of failed for me two weeks in a row laid off them but their last two weeks they've looked like the team that i thought they'd be rocky lombardo uh, has played rocky lombardi has played far better um it was against akron last week and they did have revenge it was a game I laid five. I thought it was one of my best plays of the weekend. Uh, had it in the VEASAN challenge, and uh, the, the line came down. I was kind of shocked there was money for Akron. Akron was without their quarterback, DJ Irons. He was out. But this is a spot going to be a little bit more difficult because Ohio U has a better team. 
Um, but I still made uh, Northern Illinois the favorite in this game, and small favorite. I made him one and a half, taking five and a half here. Thomas Hammock has done an okay job. Had one great year two years ago. Did not do well last year, three and nine. Uh, so I do have a question mark next to his name, whether he can coach. Usually great coaches, they don't have three and nine seasons. They can rebuild, and they can coach, and they can get their guys ready, and they can get their guys to a bowl game. So the question mark's out on Hammock. But I think that uh, they do have uh, a team that can beat Ohio this weekend. Yeah, I would agree with you on Hammock. A little bit of inconsistency there in uh, DeKalb. Kenny, I want to go to a game that Patrick and I agree. We think it's the best game of the college football season. Uh, the border war between Washington and Oregon. Right now, the Huskies are a three-and-a-half point favorite. 66, 66-and-a-half on the total. Where do you come out on this one? You know, we got two really good coaches here. Uh, DeBoer came from Fresno, and he really knows how to coach football, but so does Dan Lanning. And Lanning has changed around Oregon, I think, more quickly uh, than DeBoer has because of it's the defensive side of the football. So I bet Oregon here. I took three early at the Circa. Um, now I can take three and a half. I'm kind of surprised that the line went up. I thought people would be on the dog. The big thing is, you know, I, I love to have the better defensive team. I've got Oregon, the seventh best defensive team in college football, Washington, number 19. So they are a top 25 defense, but Oregon's defense is better. Um, I do trust Bo Nix. I think he's done a good job in this offense. So I think it's going to be a really close game. Obviously the total says it's going to be a very high scoring game. Um, it's going to be a fun one to watch, but I'll, I'll take the points. I'm, I'm going to wait now. I'm going to take more if I can get four, see if I can get more four today or four tomorrow. Yeah. I'm all Kenny. You know, we constantly talk and repeat the idea of the key number being three in the NFL, but it's still the key number in college as well. And I'm all, as Kenny just mentioned, you're starting to see three and a half pop up. That was blanketed across the board with Washington three yesterday. DraftKings is showing three, for example, Kenny Westgate showing three and a half. So that is a, that's a big difference right there. And we have seen the total jump 66 up to 67. So that number jumping right now, Kenny. Yeah, the total worries me a little bit. We got two great quarterbacks, and but again, I just mentioned two top 20 defenses, and this game is a major game for both teams. This could be the conference championship. This could be this could be playoff implications for for one of these two schools. So um, they could get tight. They could punt. They could have a turnover in the end zone. Um, you know, many things can happen. You got to have everything go right. You have to have four good quarters to get this to go over this number. So I'm leaning a little bit to the under here in this game. Kenny, real quick. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, please. I was just going to say, we got about 30 seconds. When you look at these two teams compared to everyone else nationally, how do you kind of size them up? Um, I have Oregon. uh, Both are really close to my top 10. I don't have my numbers right in front of me in my power ratings, which you can get those on KennyWhiteSports.com for 20 bucks a month. Um, Identical same ones that I use on every one of my games. And it's not just ratings there. It's projections for every game. But um, I I have uh, Oregon. I know um, I think I have Oregon somewhere at four or five in the country right there. And Washington is probably eight or nine somewhere around that spot. Well, it's a tremendous tease nonetheless. KennyWhiteSports.com to get those numbers at Katie Whitey, at K Whitey Vegas on Twitter. Kenny, it's great to see you. Thank you so much for the time today. Appreciate it. Pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Thank you, Kenny. Pre- appreciate it. And it, it is important to note that she jumped up the three and a half mall. So I, again, I, I think you and I are kind of reticent now to discuss the side as far as Washington <laughs> and Oregon. I, the deeper I dug into the defensive statistics and frankly, uh, talking to Andy Staples yesterday and when he kind of was going in on the trenches and Oregon's advantage scared me a little bit with laying the three, certainly not laying the three and a half. No, for sure. Definitely not. Just can't wait to watch this game. We'll come back and discuss. Also, you've got UCLA, Oregon State, USC, Notre Dame. That's coming back. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, DraftKings, get involved. Five bucks, you get $200 instantly when you use the promo code SHARP. It's that simple. Plus a no-sweat, same-game parlay. My goodness, DraftKings, thank you. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Don't forget to use that promo code SHARP. Okay, we got you back here. Mike Samich, we're running the board. Mal Shaw, I'm Patrick Maher. It's Sharp Money on a Friday. Hope you're having a nice week. Got a huge weekend as far as sports are concerned. Uh, shout to the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. Great job by Wyatt, but big guy will be back on Monday. He sent me over like 15 plays. I'm going to give out his NFL plays right now. And when I do, I'll get, uh, I guess I have to do shtick like Dustin would do. I have to think of like a pun, right? I'll get ahead of it, boys. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, okay. Dustin, first half Eagles lay three and a half at the Jets. First half Chiefs against the Broncos. He already won that. That's why he put it in here. Just to brag. Smart Patriots man. at the Raiders. He likes the under 41 and a half. Saints at the Texans under 42 and a half. Commanders at the Falcons under 42 and a half for the big guy. The Bears catching two and a half versus the Vikings catching three now. He's got a better number. And the Titans catching four, catching four and a half now against the Ravens. There are the big guys plays as far as the NFL is concerned. Okay, boys, let's continue. Continue. We run it. Let's go. Uh, next up, 257, Seattle at Cincinnati. Right now, Cincinnati's laying three, and the total, Amal Shaw is four. Excuse me, Mike Samich is 44 and a half. Give me the over here. Uh, Seattle coming off the bye. I think you'll be able to move the football against a Bengals defense, which I think is weaker than last year. I think what I saw from Burrow last week gives me confidence that this Bengals offense should be able to move the football at least decently against the Seattle defense here. I'll take the over 44 and a half ever ticks to three and a half. Give me the Seahawks as well. Patrick, this is my favorite play of the NFL season so far. I love the Bengals in this one. Two and a half or three. When you look at this, remember the look ahead line when Burrow was expected to play against the Rams was six. And then when he wasn't expected to play was two and a half. Now you got Joe Burrow in the lineup, played well against Arizona. You've given me a similar or comparable number to two teams that I think are pretty similar. I know Mike has Seattle rated a little bit higher. But at the end of the day, I got the Bengals in a really crucial spot for them. I love the Bengals here. Again, like I said, my favorite bet of the NFL season so far through six weeks. Samich, Legion of Doom with his Seahawks. I don't even know if I like the Bengals play lane three, but I'm laying it out of pride because we've got 40 to one on a thousand dollar free roll. That is full disclosure. Don't trust me, but I agree with them all. Sean, his breakdown. Let's go. Who day next Start up? 259. <laughs> next up 259 San Francisco Purdy at Cleveland. PJ Walker 10 36 and a half on the total Samich. 
Yikes. Yeah, I, I can't touch this one now that we're at 10. It was seven and a half yesterday when this news broke. Great teaser zone there, but sitting at 10 for me, this is this is tough to take a side or a total. No interest in backing PJ Walker. Uh, I made this nine and a half with PJ Walker in, so technically I guess I should be taking the points, uh, but I'm not going to take the points in this spot. It's just one to pass on. Uh, watch it. I'll bet on a different game. If you have some guts, play the under 36 and a half or 35 and a half from where you can get it. Browns number one in total defense, 49ers number two in total defense. Browns number one against the pass, Niners number two against the run. No play here. I like, well, this is, again, we don't have to give official plays, just a lean. I do like that. I'll I'll give you another one here. I'm going to go under team total Cleveland Browns. Do you guys have, you want to take a shot what it is? It's 13 and a half. Let's go. There is no chance we're getting to 14 points here with PJ Walker and the Browns against this 49er defense. Let's go under 13 and a half Cleveland Browns team total. Next up, rotation 261 New Orleans at Houston. New Orleans is laying a point and a half on the road, Samich, and the total Total is 42. Total's right on for me. Uh, I kind of want to take overs in Houston games, but that last week was pretty frustrating. Atlanta, they were just not able to convert inside the red zone. That's one of the big concerns for me. Saints defense been very good in the red zone. Saints defense actually been pretty good. However, it's been against a weaker schedule. Uh, lean toward the Saints here. Uh, I'll probably end up playing them at one and a half uh, when it comes Sunday. This will be one of the last games on my card, though. I lean the Houston Texans, but if you're a teaser player, I love the Texans in this one. Getting seven and a half. And I'm not a big fan of teasing totals, Mike, but I would take this thing up to 48 and a half. Patrick, I think both teams struggle against pretty solid defenses. I think Stroud could have his worst game of his career so far. New Orleans, 11 straight unders. What? Let's keep it going. 42 and a half. We'll go under New Orleans and Houston. Next up, 263 Indy at Jacksonville. Of course, it is Minshew. Lawrence for Jacksonville laying it 44. This is Jacksonville's bugaboo. Indianapolis coming down to Jacksonville, right? Let's go, Samich. What do you got? Give me the Colts plus the four here. Terrible travel spot for the Jaguars. We talked about all this travel to London. They just spent two weeks there. Now they're coming on back home, taking on a team that gave them all they could handle in week one. The Colts were the better side in that game. And to me, this is a spot where I just don't trust this Jacksonville Jaguar team. They love to shoot themselves in the foot with drops, with turnovers, with penalties, with block kicks, whatever it is. They really don't take advantage of teams when they're up. They have a hard time pulling away. We saw Houston take advantage of all those mistakes. I don't think this is a blowout in any way, shape, or form. Hate the travel spot for the Jaguars. I'll, I'll take the plus four with the Colts here. Completely agree with Mike. I think the winner, I don't know who it's going to be, is going to be by either three or four points on either side. Completely agreed. Disgusting spot for the Jags. I'll take the Colts catching three in the first half. We continue, boys. Let's go. Next up, 265. Carolina is at Miami. It's a big number. 14, Samich, 47 and a half with the Dolphins laying it. Your Miami Dolphins. Yeah, baby. We're not laying the 14, but give me the over here. 47 and a half. I think that's a tick too low. I made this one right around 49. Uh, this is not a good Panthers defense. It was at the start of the year when you had J.C. Horton in, when you had all these the, the, their secondary healthy. That secondary is a mess now. Miami going to be able to put up point after point against them. And the one thing I'll say about Bryce Young, he's starting to come along and get some trash points on the board. He scored 14 in the fourth quarter against Detroit to push that game over. I think this one goes over as well. I'll take the over 47 and a half. No play here, but you, if you're still alive in Survivor and you have the Dolphins, this is your spot. The Dolphins team total, they dropped 70 on Denver. They can drop 31 on Carolina. 30 and a half is the team total. We're going to go over that with the Miami Dolphins. Next up, 267. Detroit's at Tampa Bay. Detroit's laying three. Samich, and the total's 42. This is a total I've been banging the drum about playing the under since Monday. 42, it's gotten away from it a little bit. I wrote an article on, on Monday and said it gave out 44 and a half. I think this one's going to keep being back toward the under. I would lean toward the under still, but it's hard to make a play here. I do like the Bucks plus the three and a half at any point we get it. Uh, to me, this is just a Alliance team that's absolutely at the top of its market. When Philadelphia came to town, the Philly got bet down to four and a half. That means you have a Philly minus one and a half on a neutral against the Lions. I'd be betting Philly all day, every day in that spot. So for me here, this is the Bucks off a buy catching points at home. So give me Tampa plus the three, but I'm going to wait out to see if I can get a three and a half. If I can't, I will bet the three on game day. Yeah, I would have taken Detroit in this spot. Normally speaking, I don't mind the three as much coming off of a buy. I like teams in those spots. They're a lot healthier than Detroit is right now. I'm going to pass on this game, but lean lions. Yeah, the health makes you pass. The Lions 27 and 12 ATS under Campbell. That's the best in the NFL in that span, but I can't do it. The injuries are too much. Let's go plus three with the Bucks. Next up, let's go quick, boys. 269 New England at Vegas. Three and 41. Vegas is laying it, Samich. It's gross, uh, but this is the bottom of the market for New England, so you got to take the plus three here. Uh, so I, I have a plus three in my account. Patriots plus three all day. 
Patriots plus three. It's disgusting. It's the bottom really of the is. market, like you said. <laughs> it's the best spot that New England's going to be in all year. Take the three. Arizona at the Rams. The Rams are laying seven and 49 on the total Samich. I played this one as a second half of a teaser leg when San Francisco was in that teaser range. If you get another teaser leg you like, I do like the Rams here. I think the Rams laying the sevens the right side. Uh, I didn't bet it, but my lean would be the Rams in this one. I said Houston Texans teaser. Rams down to one here. I like those two teams in a tease. I do too. I, I, the tease partner, you know what? I'll go with our next one. The Phil, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles down to a half a point. So I'll take the Rams down to one Eagles next up two seventy three down to a half at the Jets, six and a half and 40 and a half on the total Samich. Uh, lean toward the Eagles minus the six and a half here. Love the second half under if the Eagles are ahead. They're really going to slow this game down if they have a lead in the first half. So you got to keep an eye on it. It'll probably pop up somewhere around the 20, 20 and a half range. Take the under if the Eagles have a 10 point or greater lead. Guys, I'm opposite of you. Give me the Jets here plus six and a half. Zach Wilson's playing a little bit better, but I think this team with Jalen Carter missing practice. I like uh, the Jets here in six and a half. For new betters, what Samish is talking about, like last night, you had an opportunity to bet under 21 and a half on that second and a half. You knew up 13 to nothing. Kansas City wasn't going to do anything. Show nothing. It cashes under. Next up, let's go 275 Giants at Buffalo. 15 Buffalo's lane at 44 Samich. Uh, I, I'll take the 15 with the Giants. Another gross one, but I think this is the bottom of the market. The Bills, I, I know they, they beat up on these bad teams, but 15, I think, is just a bit a little too much here. Patrick, we get to skip Sunday night football this weekend. <laughs> you have to take the 15. Yeah. That's a ridiculous number. There's got to be some pride in that Giants locker room. Uh, Monday, can't skip at them all. Let's go 16 on the 16th. Dallas at the Chargers. Samich, Dallas lane, two and a half, 51 on the total. Man, I hate this game. I'll go Cowboys. I, I, I lean Cowboys. I haven't bet it yet. I, I kind of like the under uh, with these two offenses just because I don't think that you're going to see nearly the points in this game. But I lean Cowboys, lean the under, haven't bet anything yet. Give me the Chargers plus the two. And the reason I'll take it is the money line's only 110. So I'll take the two here with the Chargers. I'll take the Chargers plus the two and a half just to piss off our boss and the rest of the crew at VEASAN. <laughs> Mike Samich in the handle. Travel safely. Great to see you on a Friday. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. You got it. I'll have a pillow pack for me. So I'm on BYOP <laughs> to Vegas. <laughs> Great job, Amal. Enjoy the football this weekend. Big guy, we missed you. We'll see you on Monday. Wyatt, tremendous job. We'll see you on Monday here on Sharp Money. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.